God made it pretty clear to me. I was burning my wick instead of the oil in the lamp. When a lantern runs out of oil, it gets dim, smokes, smells, and will eventually go out. That was me when he told me, I want you to grow in faith for healing. You see, when God wants to heal us, it involves more than just him zapping our bodies with his power. For me, there was a season of learning how to not only get healed, but to stay healthy. If I continued to try to work for him as a young pastor with too much of my own energy, my body would burn out completely. Life Journeys is about navigating this world by understanding God's ways, even when they take us through some dark valleys and frightening places of self-revelation. I'm Terry Hardica, and today's podcast is about how Jesus showed me how to die. Jesus said, Come to me, all you who are laboring and weighed down, and I will give you rest. When I was desperately sick for weeks and weeks, one of the things I had to learn was how to rest spiritually as well as physically. I may have been doing the right things, and God was honoring them, but I was doing too much by my own capacity. I had to learn how to rest by burning the oil of the Holy Spirit instead of the fuel of human wisdom, energy, and willpower. A part of the 23rd Psalm says, He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He emphasized that first phrase, He makes me lay down. My growth would have to take the turn from trying inwardly to prove myself to myself and learn to accept His approval of me through the grace of God alone. That was where the real battle for rest was lying. Guilt is a poor motivator. It's torment, actually. It's filled with the fear of not measuring up way down inside where sometimes we can't even see. But God does. Have you ever struggled with some secret sin that you would repent of over and over and over for? Every time, you had to come to the place of accepting God's grace. Yet, when you blew it again, you begin to realize that you needed more than forgiveness. You needed deliverance from the continual failure. Then you turn to God's standards to try to convince yourself of the sinfulness of your sin, but that didn't work either. Trying to overcome with guilt and feelings of unworthiness and failure is like having high blood pressure, so you keep taking your blood pressure every two hours, all day long, every day, in hopes that you found something to bring it down. Constantly checking our symptoms and being reminded of our condition is like determining to embrace the high standards of perfect blood pressure and always falling short. Guilt doesn't work. We need a healer. We can be convinced all night long about how we have fallen short, and we can try harder all day long, but looking at the problem constantly is a dead-end street. To truly experience Him is to find rest for our souls. If we think that we are in touch with His attitude towards us and we're feeling weighted down with failing Him, with condemnation, with low mind of self-esteem and, and self-worth, then we have not really discerned who He is to us. I read His strict guidelines in the Sermon on the Mount. I know what He says to the churches in Revelation chapters 2 and 3. He's very serious about taking Him at His word doesn't sound meek to me. 
But just because he has strict standards doesn't mean he's angry. Easily turned off by our spiritual weakness and always ready to pounce on us. The truth is, he said we would find rest if we came to him believing. It's in light of his absolute perfection, holiness, moral purity, and his incredible light shining upon every sin and stain that his love means so much more. Unrest is a sign of inner striving, excessive effort to attain something, and a growing sense of futility and failure at our very core. These are the ones who labor and are heavy laden. They're often defensive, easily angered from lack of fulfillment and perceived validation, and thereby transfer their strained relationships with men to their relationship with God. To the one struggling with his inability to measure up to God's standards, Jesus says, Just come to me. You'll find rest, not condemnation. If I could see down the road as I stand before him, with my growing awareness of utter inadequacy from my sins, I would see him stepping in front of me before my just executioner in taking the beating, the torture, and agonizing death due to me. All of his suffering, mocking, torture, and even confusion on the cross as to why, accompanied by extreme agony just to take a breath against the pain surging through his body, plus all of the extreme ridicule, they're all an example of what our own soul's courtroom scene has sentenced us to. We punish ourselves with the very agony that Jesus took upon himself for us. All of the justly deserved pain of judgment has been placed upon him for us. So when we come to him, his determination has already been settled, and it says you are free. Only those convicted in the courtroom of their souls because the law with its commandments has deeply impressed our due punishment, only those will come to him embracing, expecting, and humbly receiving the rest that his sacrifice and loving mercy provide us. Therefore, know this. The law must have been fully stressed until we have become undone with our culpability, our guilt, and expected judgment. Then we will be properly able to respect, receive, and rejoice in the grace provided us. This relief brings great healing and richness of character to one's inner man as he now knows clearly what he has been spared of, what he has been given, and what is naturally assumed to be his future character. Guilt is healthy, you see. It takes our blood pressure spiritually, so that we know to go to a doctor, our healer. But the psalmist says, I was brought low, and he helped me. Return to thy rest, O my soul, for the Lord has dealt bountifully with thee. As a child of God, your life is not defined by your past. That is no longer who you are. If I was to find God's healing for my body, I would first need to learn to rest in my soul. I would need to learn and be reminded often that who I am is now defined by the new creation God has made through the death and resurrection of Christ. Now, when He sees me, He sees Jesus. You and I have been made new, therefore declared to be righteous by faith alone. Don't despair any trial you face or blame yourself or others. 
Just learn to accept by faith something that can only be true by the power and the love of God. 